Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always... It's your man, Gator. And uh, today we will be smoking another selection from the February My Monthly Cigars box. Today we have the Ortega Cubano. It's from the Ortega Cigar Company. This is a 6x50 Toro with a Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, a Nicaraguan binder, and filler. And the filler is Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli. Ooh. I know. I love the Esteli. Oh, really? Can you taste the Esteli? You can really taste the really Esteli. Really taste the Esteli. Jeff likes to taste somebody's Esteli. <laughs> <laughs> Say it like it's wrong. Uh, anyway. So, buddy, what have you been up to this week? Just working. I working know, right? my ass off. It's been a week. You have too. You've actually been working. Lately, yeah, I and have. it sucks. It does suck. It does. That's what happens when you, well, you have to yeah. cull the herd a little bit <laughs> and then have to pick up their slack, you know. <laughs> we won't get You'll into that. You'll have that. You'll have that. Anyway. Yep. So anyway, are we going to go ahead and give this guy I, a cut? I think we get right into it. All right. We're, we're just jumping right we in. We are just straight into the deep end of the pool. It is now time to cut the cigar. As always, you should lick it before you stick it. Don't you be licking your cigar before you use my cutter. Oh, we're talking about cigars. Anyway, filthy bastard. (laughs) Did you not learn anything from our conversation with Ryan? I love Ryan. I know. But did you not learn anything from that? You're not supposed to like slob all over the cigar before you use the cutter. (laughs) Unless it's your cutter. And that is not your cutter. It is never bring your cutter. It is not my cutter. So. My cutter's in the car. Right. That's what you always say. (laughs) My cutter's in the car. It actually is. Anyway. Thank you, Bjorn. Sure it is. Actually, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and give that a cold draw since I kind of neglected to do so before I started lighting my cigar. You like to just light on up. I didn't do a cold draw the last time either. So this will be good. Okay. So let's cold draw this. It's the Ortega Cubano. Yeah, I forgot about the cold draw. So we're taping today at Top Shooters in Columbia, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I just had some uh, spicy boneless wings, some buffalo, as it were. So is that impacting the palate? It kind of is, yes. <laughs> My cigar tastes like blue cheese chunks and buffalo. Yes, Tatanka. Hmm. And Jeff is trying his infamous cold retro hail. Cold retro it's a thing now. I still claim is BS. Although. I'm telling you it works. Did somebody come to my defense? You say that. I still claim it's BS myself. I have do. you tried it? I have tried it. You forced me to try it. Did it work? I just, I just think it's crap. But That's right. Your palate shut down. Um, however, my sticks 35 millimeter did say that he has to back you up on the pre-ignition retro. He's been smoking cigars for 20 plus years. And has been aware that a retro of an unlit cigar is noticeably different than a s- than simply sucking on it. It it's is really the same concept and allows the aromas to pass over areas of your mouth and palate that exclude certain tastes and notes. So See? anyway, so we have at least one listener who does back you up on that. And the However, name, the name again, my sticks thirty five millimeter. Thank you, my sticks thirty five millimeter for the backup. At this point, it's one-to-one because I've had another listener say that they tried it and they were just Complete like, why, BS, yeah. why am I doing this? So, <laughs> anyway. So, what are you getting on your uh, cold draw slash cold retro? Getting nothing on the cold draw, but on the cold draw retro. Still nothing. <laughs> no, some, sp- some mild spice notes. 
not like pepper, but just a mild, gentle, spicy flavor. Okay. Well, well, it's time to light up. I was going to say, you can go ahead and light up. Let's and see then, what we can do here. Then you can see if that well, actually plays out. Let my cigar uh, re-enter the orbit I have here. been smoking a little bit of it so far. and Nick gets triggered every time <sighs> he watches me light a cigar. Oh, God, it's just such a horrible travesty. They <laughs> each their own. And I mean, my God, you go through so much butane. It's not my butane. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> That's my point. Oh. It's getting expensive keeping you in cigars here. Well, that's a given. <laughs> you knew that going into this. Ooh, I like that. What are you getting on it? I don't get any spice. No. Uh, I'm getting leathery. Kind of earthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let me do a retro if I can keep from choking to death here. I was say, you can give it a shot here. Ooh. Wow. That is an orgiastic feast for the senses with the <laughs> retro ale. <laughs> really? <laughs> give it a shot. Oh, man. Oh, dude. It's all there. <coughs> um, well, that was a lot. You get the spice on that, don't yeah, you? You get the spice on uh-huh. the retro. The spice is definitely there on the retro. Yeah, um, this thing is full of flavor. It's deceptively. Yeah. Because when you're smoking it, it's just kind of basic. Yeah. But yet, you know, yeah, when you do the retro, you yeah, get a little bit more. Yeah, if you're smoking the cigar, you've got to do the retro hail with it. Um, I did get kind of a little florally note on exactly. the retro. Yes. You know, anyway. Yeah, it's more leather, more earth tones, um, you know, more earthy just on the smoking of it. But like I said, there's a lot there on the retro hail. Yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, you do that with some cigars, and you really don't get anything different. But this is there's a lot. Yeah, the the the, the taste of it versus the retro of it is just very different. I'll give it that. Absolutely. So, hmm. interesting. Well, interesting. Stick. We'll see how this goes uh, as I've, we progress. I've never along. had one of these. I haven't either. So, this is courtesy of the February My Monthly Cigars box, and we've already smoked the uh, Carlos Tarano Exodus 1959 50 years. So that does leave us a couple more here for the rest of the month. So we're saving the the big one till the end. Yeah, the we're, we're yeah. Which one is that? That is the uh, Ave Maria Divina. We're saving that until the last February. Or, that uh, is an eighteen Friday stick. of February. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we do have a little bit of news in the cigar industry well, that I thought it. was relevant to bring up. See, you're more plugged in and engaged than I am because I had no idea there was anything new. That had uh, popped shallow, but Nick is, you well, know. One of us has to do at least putting a in the little bit of you're show putting prep. putting in the man Just hours, a smidge. Otherwise, it's just us just sitting here staring at each other in silence. and That doesn't make for a good makes pod. makes a very boring podcast. Yeah. So um, the first thing I wanted to bring up came out on um, February the 10th. So on Monday, it was announced that um, the uh, fiscal year 2021 budget that the White House has proposed would actually call or would actually include a um, new agency that would regulate tobacco products, removing control from the FDA. Um, the uh, problem with that, is, you know, before anybody gets too excited, is that the White House's budget is kind of a suggestion and pretty much symbolic. Essentially. And Dead on arrival at Congre- the House. Congress, you know, they make their own. They, they're the ones responsible for making the budget and everything and then whatnot. However, they are supposed to 
at least consider and include some of the White House's priorities. They're not going to include shit I from know, the White House. I know, you they're know not, it. but that's a shame. Um, according to Half Wheel, the uh, budget proposes to move the Center for Tobacco Products out of the FDA and create a new agency within Health and Human Services to focus on tobacco regulation. The new agency would be led by a Senate-confirmed director in order to increase direct accountability and more efficiently respond to the critical area of public health concern. The singular mission would be tobacco and its impact on public health and have a greater capacity to respond strategically to the growing complexity of new tobacco products. What's nice about that idea is that theoretically then this new agency would kind of uh, realize that premium cigars are significantly different you than all the other tobacco age, you know, yeah. things out there. And and you're right. You hope. You hope. However, it's one of those things that this would be a pretty big change. I mean, this would require an act of Congress to create this agency and everything else. And so realistically, are we going to see this? We got the Space Force. We did get the Space Force, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know how likely it is for this to happen. Live long and so. prosper. So at this point, we can maybe just hope and pray and thoughts and prayers. Just, yeah, exactly. Thoughts and prayers. So anyway, that'd be nice to get it out of the FDA's hands, though. True. Well, why is the FDA doing it when we have an ATF? That's a very valid it's point. Literally, the and maybe T in the ATF. Maybe one of the uh, uh, more informed listeners can explain to us why the FDA is in charge of tobacco when the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms is not in charge of tobacco. Exactly. But maybe it's more, maybe, the only thing I can figure, and this is just me literally guessing off the top of my head, is that ATF is perhaps more of a law enforcement agency, whereas FDA is more of a regulate, or, you know, regulata- regulation kind of agency. Maybe. I don't know. What does any of that have to do with defense or infrastructure? Well, yeah, now, <laughs> now we're getting into big government. So Yeah, Jeff just went down the yeah. uh, big government rabbit hole there. The other bit of news that I wanted to point out is something that will impact everybody who orders cigars online. Oh, I haven't heard this one. UPS will now require a person at least 21 years old or older to sign for all packages containing cigars and other tobacco products. Yeah, it's not the end of the world, I guess. It's not the end of the world, but it means that if you're at home and let's say, you know, you're, you're not at home and let's say your kid is at home and the UPS truck rolls up, they're not going to deliver your package from JR's or Thompson's or anybody else and leave it if, uh, if that kid's not 21. But they leave all the packages now. How do you think the Porch Pirates have I get business. It. I get it. I get it. But a revision to UPS's Transportation of Tobacco Products Agreement includes the change. And so now any products containing cigarettes, cigars, roll your own, and pipe tobacco, smokeless tobacco, vape, and e-cigarette products will now be required to um, uh, have a signature of 21. Are that many 15-year-olds buying premium cigars online? That I do not know. But I tend to say no. I get it. But I it's mean, one nobody the, cares about the fentanyl and heroin that's coming through the mail. The other thing is you got to sign for. The other thing is this will impact um, business-to-business um, sales. So if, let's say, I guess somebody sends to like a retail shop or something like that, whoever signs at that retail shop is going to have to be 21 and above, too. But realistically, who's at the retail shop that's not 21 working? Again, realistically. realistically, I mean, unless it's a family situation, it's probably not the end of the world, but you know, 
it is what it is. And I will say, UPS does already require 21 and above signatures for alcohol shipments. So it really, all this does is just bring tobacco up to the, the same level as alcohol in terms of UPS shipping requirements and everything like that. But we're still good with FedEx. Actually, FedEx ba- banned most tobacco shipments in 2016. Well, F.U. FedEx. I was going to say, <laughs> FedEx can jump off a bridge. Who was it you had the hardest time sending cigars to? UPS. Uh, was that Cigars for it, Warriors? Yep. Oh. I tried to send a package to Cigars for Warriors through UPS, and I had a woman at the UPS store tell me that they're not allowed to ship cigars. Now, Bull. she was she was just ignorant. She, yep. I mean, cigarettes, um, that you can't, I don't think can ship cigarettes. But you can ship cigars, but whatever. She did didn't you, know. Did you write that ship for her? Did you inform her of that? No, I went to the U.S. Postal System and used the post office yeah. and just did it that way because they had no problem with it whatsoever. So, whatever. Well, there you go. So, do you want to jump into the Frye Whiskey? Yeah, we can. I actually I, got to talk to Jen a little bit I today was as you were say, finishing up. We were finishing up and Jeff actually popped up. Normally, uh, the schedules don't coincide very well for... For Jeff to be able to uh, say hi, but but Jeff off air did get to say hi to Jen. I for did. A while. I haven't talked to her in quite a while. Although she's dying to get you to do that Irish car bomb. We are we are going to uh, both be on the podcast with her for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a thing. We're going to smoke the filthy hooligan, and she wants and do some Irish car bombs. Do the Irish car bomb. However, you and I need to do that in advance, though, too, because we're doing the video. We're doing a video of it? Oh, yeah. We're doing a big video. We're asking the list. You haven't been listening to the podcast, have you? Is Didn't you just do it today? We announced this last Friday. No, I, have, I haven't got to listen to it yet. Yeah. yeah. Way to keep up on the show there, but it's, no. It's not even a week old. Jen and I. Although have, the numbers uh, are great for it. They are. Yeah. Jen and I um, announced that for St. Patrick's Day, we're asking all the listeners to do Irish car bombs as well and take a video of them and then send them to us so we can do a compilation video of just a whole bunch of people doing Irish car bombs. That sounds like a disaster. Oh, I think it'd be fun. Oh, I'm sure we'll get people to do it. She said she's already had a couple. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, we'll go ahead and jump into the Friday Whiskey segment with Curious Jen. Well, it's that time again for our regular Friday segment, Friday Whiskey with Curious Jen. How are you, Jen? I am good. Nick, how are you? I'm good. It's, it's, it's been a week, but I, I can't complain <laughs> too much. I mean, I made it to the end of the week, so that's good at least. So That is good. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, happy Valentine's Day to you, Jen. They have Thank Valentine's you. Day in Canada? Obviously, you're at we least... We do. We do. I never know. I never know <laughs> what's a what's an international holiday and what's just a Hallmark holiday. I don't know if it's international so much as maybe just, I wonder if it's just Canada and the States. North American kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's fun. So it's a good excuse to gorge yourself on chocolate and, uh, you know, hang out and feel nice, I guess. Do you know. feel nice? <laughs> I, I I always feel nice, Jen. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So do you do something special for the wife? Um, we don't typically do a whole lot for Valentine's Day. Um, mostly just due to the fact that 
it's just such a crunch at the end of the year. So my birthday's at the end of November. Her birthday's um, at the end of December. Then there's Christmas. Then there's our anniversary. Then there's Valentine's. So by the time we get to Valentine's, we're kind of like spent. So I think last year we went to Chick-fil-A because they had like a Valentine's dinner for two deal. And like we took the kid. And so the three of us went to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> So, so no. So you like pat <laughs> the little Chick Fil A? Is that like a little burger or something? It's uh chicken. Do you not have Chick Fil A in Canada? No. Oh, it's well, not in Edmonton, anyways. I mean, it's the best chicken. I mean, it's God did, chicken. Did they but, cut yeah. the little chicken into a heart? No, it was just like a little dinner deal for two. It was like a meal for two for like so much money or something like that. It was like chicken nuggets and fries or something. I, it, it's fast food. I mean, let's be real. We didn't go anywhere super nice. So. Well, well, well. Valentine's Day with Nick, hey, is Chick-fil-A. Hey, I'm a big spender. Big spender. He's taken, ladies. He's taken. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have for us today? Well, I, at first I want to get into some whiskey. All right, then. Well, you're going to light up your smoke? I would say I have my cigar. I am, unfortunately, today uh, unable to uh, be drinking. And Jen is giving me lots of crap because I have that peanut butter, that screwball peanut butter whiskey. And I've been looking up recipes to go along with that. And she's not happy because I have that and she doesn't. So. No, no, no. I'm not happy about it because you're bragging about it. We get onto Skype and you're like... Hey, Jen, guess what? I've been looking up recipes for my peanut butter whiskey. I didn't mean it to brag. Have, I didn't mean it to you know, brag. I meant it to Jen. be like, hey, look, I'm taking an interest. I'm looking hey, up Jen. recipes and hey, that sort Jen. of thing. Look it. I got peanut butter whiskey and you don't. <laughs> na 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 boo boo. <laughs> Stick your head in doo doo. <laughs> okay. All right. Kind of how it went down, people. I, I don't think that's exactly how it went down at all, but that's okay. Basically. <laughs> anyway okay well i'm having some stumpy's old monroe distiller select ah now that comes from my neck of the woods i'm actually that sitting straight from you yeah i was gonna say that's the barbecue sauce i sent you so that that, that comes from monroe county illinois it comes from columbia illinois and um i bought that and shipped it up under the guise of barbecue sauce that's when you were still sweet-talking me. I still talk sweet to you, Jen. <laughs> you want to go for some Chick-fil-A? <laughs> yeah, I thought nobody's inviting me for some freaking chicken nuggets. There you go. Oh. Anyway. Here's a nice little cork pop. That is a Did good cork it? pop, yeah. It's pretty good whiskey, Nick. I'll be honest. I had no idea what I was buying. I just asked them, you know, what I should get. And they said that that was their, their, I guess, good stuff. And so that's what they sold me. So, Yeah, it is it is good stuff. It's a super cute little bottle. I love it. Now, that wasn't the Here. rye, was it? Uh, no, it's a single malt. Okay, okay. So It's delicious. Well, good. Cheers. I'm, cheers. Get your iced tea. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess I can't cheers without a drink. Ooh, hold on. Hey, there we go. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. 
Um, okay, so what's the topic of the day? You're yeah, wondering? what's the topic of the day? Well, the topic is brought to you by... Now, I know him as, and I'm sure you know him as, Coach Mike. Ah, Coach Mike. Right, and yes. I'm probably going to maybe butcher his last name for his Instagram account. You know, people, send us a pronunciation. Send us like a <laughs> phonetic spelling of your name so that we can get that correct. Because I know I feel really bad when I butcher somebody's name, and I know Jen does too, so... Just, just, well, I feel bad you know. for a moment or so, and then I just move on with it. Okay. So well. his Instagram account is <laughs> Kluge Mike. Kluge. <laughs> Kluge? Kluge. Do you know. think it's Kluge? I, I, I'm going to go with Kluge. K-L-U-G-E-M-I-K-E. Okay. A.K.A. Coach Mike. Coach Mike is much easier to say. It is much easier so Mike is actually wondering, his question was, and I think it's a good question for Valentine's Day, and it's a good question that you're going to relate to. Okay. His question is, what is a good bourbon or whiskey that is light on the palate and not that harsh for a woman that wants to get into whiskey or bourbon? Or a and he dude is specifically, who has a very sensitive palate. <laughs> he is... Actually trying to get his wife, Brandy, into whiskey and bourbon. Well, she's got so an appropriate name for that. No, hers is Brandy. Okay. I mean, it's still a spirit. Yeah. It's not a whiskey. Well, it is a spirit. It's not no, whiskey. It's not, yeah. <laughs> but nice try to tie that in. I tried. I'm trying desperately to tie this all together. Anyway. Okay, well, no, I think that's sweet that he's name. trying to get her it involved is. in something he's interested in. I think it's very sweet, too. Yeah, that's very um, nice. I know. I don't think I could ever date somebody who wasn't a whiskey drinker. Because, you know, I'd be drinking the 65% and they're drinking, like, I don't know, Decerono. a 6% cider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some cider. I got myself yeah. some Red's Apple Orchard or Angry Orchard, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, okay, honey. <laughs> I'll just Ooh. have this 65% right here. This Mike's Hard Lemonade is putting me on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm. So um, Mike's question is directed at something not that harsh for a woman. Now, I'm going to have to set Mike a little bit straight here. Uh oh But it, sorry, Mike. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. It's true. So, harsh is harsh. Right? Because yep. <laughs> I'm looking at Nick, and he appears to be a man. And he, and it's really harsh on his palate. But I really like my whiskey with a large amount of pineapple juice. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. so It doesn't uh -huh. matter if you're a male or a female. I think that the way to get somebody into whiskey is kind of exactly what I've been trying to do with you, which is basically just getting you to sip it neat and then mix it however you like. So when I first started, I've probably told you the story a million times, but when I first started, it was with um, Crown Royal and cranberry juice uh, because I don't drink pop. I drink juice. Yeah. Like, 
I don't even really drink juice, but if I had to mix with something, it would be juice. And so I just picked kind of a light whiskey like Crown Royal or, um, you know, Jack Daniels. Not something I would drink now. Um, and then just have a little sip neat. Brandy, I know you're probably not going to like it, but have a little sip neat. Let it roll around on your tongue so that it's mixing with the saliva and not being so harsh. And then put in your Diet Coke or your cranberry juice or your iced tea or your pineapple juice like Nick. I would say and that if Brandy is anything like me, um, and, and, I, and I'm making a very big generality here, but like, you know, like my experience with whiskey prior to doing all this with you was not so much looking at it as like, any sort of a sipping drink or any sort of a casual, like an actual drink drink, it was, hey, let's do a shot. And you slam it back real quick and you move on to something else. And it was not something necessarily to be savored and enjoyed as much as it was something just to slam back and help you get drunk. And I I, I don't know. I've come to realize that that does it a, dis, uh, a disservice but it's hard for me mentally to kind of get past to get past that flavor and start to recognize all the different aspects of the of the flavor of the whiskey you know kind of really appreciate it well especially when you were just slamming back jameson in vegas a couple weeks ago <laughs> i haven't taught you anything well that was well was it, it well the jameson is mixed with the pineapple it was the um it was the what is it? Black label Johnny Walker. Oh yeah, that's what Johnny we were slamming Walker. back. Yeah, yeah, that's enough to turn somebody off whiskey forever. It was enough to hurt me. <laughs> I regressed a little in my whiskey journey that trip. Oh lord. Yeah. So anyway. I do like. I think you know Mike is into whiskey, so I would just honestly encourage Brandy to try when you open in a bottle or. You're having one, let her have a little, her own little glass to try and then to mix. And I really don't believe in judging people based on how they drink their whiskey. Whiskey is meant to be enjoyed, however you're enjoying it. I enjoy my neat, but not everybody does. So, and that's okay. So you're encouraging Brandy to mix it, but like, mm -hmm. you know, but back to the question at hand, he was, he was kind of asking about maybe something that was a little softer on the palate or, or a little something a little maybe lighter is there some is there a whiskey yeah, crown royal and jack daniels okay so crown royal and jack I daniels i think you know they're not my kind of whiskey but those are gateway whiskeys i think that they are not complex at all they don't really have a lot going on uh actually crown royal and ginger like ginger ale start a lot of canadians on whiskey okay like a lot of people have a crown in ginger, so it's very popular if you like ginger ale. No, I get you. Um, now the uh, my only thought. So I'm, and and I, you're the expert here. I'm not gonna like argue argue with you, but just for the sake of conversation, sometimes when I've tried, no, bring it on, Nick. Bring well, it on. Sometimes when I've tried some of the more, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't necessarily call them basic. I guess those are probably a higher quality than than uh, 
you know, like a lot of the rail whiskeys and that sort of thing. But, like, you don't want something that's got that, like, harshness, that alcohol kind of bite to it, you know. It's, it's like I've talked to you about with the Buffalo Trace. The Buffalo right. Trace, it, 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 while it was obviously whiskey, when I, when I tried it neat, it was smoother than when I tried, um, oh. Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark, precisely. And but actually, Buffalo Trace is considered kind of a starter whiskey as well. Okay, but my point is it was smoother than Maker's Mark. And so I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, our Crown and Jack, you know, while they're, while they're good, good basic starter whiskeys, are they going to have that kind of smoothness to them? Or is there maybe another one that maybe would have, would be a good potential starter whiskey, but also have maybe a little smoother taste to it that might make it go down a little easier? Well, I guess, like, if you went into Irish whiskeys, Irish whiskeys, I think, are pretty light. Yeah. Um, but then I guess it's a matter of trying to find out whether, you know, Brandy likes rye. Does she like bourbon? Does she like scotch? And, you know, Irish whiskey is very similar tasting to scotch in that they're, you know, single malts and stuff. I think it's just like I started with Crown Royal and cranberry juice. And I remember just tasting a little bit of the whiskey. And then I was upping my game to Jack Daniels. And I was like, yeah, I'm big time now. I'm having Jack <laughs> Daniels and, and cranberry juice. And I only put a little bit in there. And then it was just a matter of uh, trying things. For me, it was buying bottles. And just trying them. And then, of course, you know, I think Instagram is a great place for seeing what people like. And, you know, if you can find somebody that has a similar palette to yourself, like once you get into it, then when they recommend something, it's super easy because you pretty much know you're going to be good if they've liked it. Well, that's kind of the beauty that Brandy has going for her here is that if, if Coach Mike is already into whiskey, you know, he might have some around that she can try, uh, maybe a different variety. Maybe she can try, you know, and, and that's something kind of can that can be fun for them as a couple. They can kind of explore going like little tastings or something like that and determine like, hey, does she like rye? Does she like scotch? Does she like, you know one of the other types and, and see like where her palate kind of like settles and falls, you know, they can kind of explore yeah. all that together a little bit and try and figure out where she, it sounds where she so fucking romantic. I, I know, love right? It. It's just, God. Person, it's just perfect think, for Valentine's day. Yes, it is. This is like <laughs> coming full circle here, Mike. Um, I think he should concentrate on making it fun for her. You know, um, a lot of people, you know, they like their whiskeys because of, you know, memories that they have associated with it. Cigars are the same way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So making it fun, you know, he's like, hey, I brought this. Maybe Mike wants to try um, Eagle Rare. So he's like, hey, Randy, come on over here. Let's have a little sip of this Eagle Rare. And, you know, they're swirling it. They're taking their time. Whiskey and know. chill. Instead of Netflix right. and chill, they can whiskey and chill. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> a little whiskey on the list. <laughs> that sounds not bad to me. Oh, my. <laughs> well, so there you go, Mike. I hope you're listening. And Brandy. And you know what? Whiskey does make you frisky. So maybe that's why Mike wants to get her into there you it. Go. I don't know. <laughs> See, this has been good. This has been a Friday whiskey segment that actually turned into relationship advice. Oh my God. <laughs> We're just here to help, right? <laughs> Love it. Well, I think it would be really romantic exploring whiskey with somebody. So, well, I say. Go get her, Mike. I would say, come on, Coach Mike. Go for it. So That's right. You can always call a friend, Coach Mike. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, sure, Mike. You could go for it after the fourth sip. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a little bit more. She's still she's still talking straight. You need it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that does sound so nice. What a perfect Valentine episode, isn't it? It is. It is. It's just perfect. So. Well, Jen, if anybody else has any questions for you, where can they reach out and connect with you at? They can find me at Curious Jen for whiskey and relationship needs. <laughs> uh, C-U-R-I-0-U-S-K-E-N-N. I'd be happy to counsel you in any way I can. <laughs> Just drop me a line. I'm oh here to support gosh. and if they're interested in some of your awesome glassware also a great valentine's gift maybe someone's looking for a gift for the whiskey lover in their life well they can't now because this is airing on valentine's day but belated it has been a little sweetie gift and i like it it's good yeah i'm all about the romance so (laughs) hey I think that's a cute thing to give your, you know, sweetie a glass. Hey, let's go participate in this worldwide cheers. Let's do something fun together. See, and yeah. when the, and so they, that's perfect. And when Coach Mike's, right? when when Brandy is uh, is uh, all into whiskey, she can get her own. That's right. Yeah, or Coach that's Mike right. can get one for. Her. Let's be real. As a surprise, well, that's precisely. right. Mm-hmm. I like the way you think. Yep. You can find my glassware at Jen Karen, J-E-N-N-C-A-I-R-N. I also wanted to, you know, re-mention okay. that we're trying to gather up some videos of people doing... Yes, the Irish car uh, bombs. Irish car bombs. So I have seen a couple. Really? <laughs> I have. Oh, I haven't received I any yet. I know that... Um, I know. Is it barbells and beers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've chastised him a few times. He's about teasing it. Us. He's teasing it. He needs to do it. Yeah, we need them in advance. Yes, yes. We need them prior to uh, like St. Way Patrick's prior Day. To. Yeah, like send the them sooner the better. A, right. Take some send time this weekend. A, right. Yeah. All you need is a Guinness, Irish whiskey, and Irish cream. Down the hatch. And hey, it's Valentine's Day weekend. You know, just... Have that. Get a little little tipsy. That's right. You know. Hey, maybe Mike and Brandy should be doing that. I mean they it's it's something they could try. I know. When she gets a little whiskey in her, then she's gonna be all for the Irish car oh, ball. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I am 
scared to death of this idea. I know. That's what I was actually going to say. Slamming back. Slamming back Guinness like that. That's going to be thick. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Uh. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Um, Oh, my. Yeah, so if you care to watch Nick and I doing that, you better send in your videos because we're not doing it alone. No, this has to be a group project here, people. That's so right. send us we your videos. We need your support. Yes. Right? Indeed. Well, Jen, happy Valentine's Nick. Day. Thanks, Nick. Are you going to email me some Chick-fil-A? I'll get you. I'll, I'll send you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> check out these it's nuggets the <laughs> hey, check out. can you cut one in a heart just cut a little heart nugget that sounds kind of dirty check out my nuggets Ugh. anyway <laughs> <laughs> okay nobody's taking relationship advice from nick mm. that's what we've learned on this episode probably Nick's relationship advice is to take your girl to chick-fil-a and then say hey check, out my, check out my nuggets <laughs> <laughs> wow. then, you gotta do, then you gotta do a little weird shimmy dance and it's just you know that that puts the top on it just a little shimmy is that so, what you're doing yeah. <laughs> is that how you stayed so happily married is your little chick-fil-a dance <laughs> I, it's one way <laughs> <laughs> anyway so oh that's fun isn't it it, it is it is this is <laughs> Do you know what I like? You like the fact that you've got me blushing again? Yes, yes. (laughs) And I like it sometimes how when I listen back to our conversations, when you feel a little bit awkward, you know what you say? No. You say, ah, that's fun. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I pick up on things that I repeat on here. That's one of them. as I'm going back over the audio and stuff, you know, I hear a lot of different phrases and things like that. And I mean, we've joked about how we need to, you know, have, have cigar pulpit bingo where we have certain phrases that we touch on all the time and you can play bingo with it. (laughs) So I'll have to add the, the deep sigh followed by that's fun whenever I'm just, Oh my. (laughs) Yeah. So everybody knows that when you say that's fun, you're kind of either bored with the conversation or you're, Blushing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's And fun. with me, it's more blushing. <laughs> I'm a very, like, humble guy. People would Jeff and I that. need to get together and see how much we can make you blush. Oh, my. In one episode, we could have a blush count. <laughs> yes. See, that's when, when, that's when I finally figure out how to do, like, a video version of this. That's what we need to do because we could have a little t- a counter in the bottom corner just going off, just yeah. you know. Pinging. Oh, Nick, I'm hoping we're going to be doing a video version when we do our well, we're, carp. We're definitely gonna, yeah, we'll figure that out. I that'll be interesting. I'll have to figure out the logistics of that. And maybe you we'll, just yeah, we'll figure that. Leave out. that to me. Uh oh. <laughs> You can't Actually, operate you know, your TV. How are you going to pull I mean, that off? <laughs> but I did get us on Skype. True. I, I'll give you that. True. Yeah. You did. That's 100% true. Pull me kicking and screaming into Skype. So. <laughs> when you snuggled with Jeff and then all of a sudden it's just you and I and Jeff is not in our conversations anymore because you didn't want to snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
that happened just due to the, just the logistics of when you started coming on. Um, it got oh, to be the winter time and quote unquote, Jeff's so busy. Just so well, busy. and you know what? It's so hard for even us to get together. So I can't even imagine adding a third person in. Yeah, it, it just, yeah, it becomes complicated. It just means okay. that when it is the three of us, those will be the very special episodes. It's going to be a gong show. <laughs> oh, I hope you'll be getting Jeff to do an Irish car bomb. Jeff, <sighs> you I, need to be doing that too. I totally agree that he does need to. <laughs> I don't know how likely it is, but I totally agree that he does need to. Well, he's got some time. He could do an Irish car bomb with a side of squirrel. God. <laughs> like you know how uh, it's more likely that he'll just slam back a uh, Shirley Temple and call it a day. That's you more, know how it's more those, Jeff's uh, speed. Um, what are those called? That oh god, I don't know why I'm blanking on it. With the tomato juice and oh Bloody Mary. Oh Bloody Mary. Okay, yeah. right, because we don't call that here. Okay. Um, so, but what do you call them? And there? that you're blanking on the name. Uh, you don't know what I'm blanking on. What we call them here? Oh, okay. A Caesar. A Caesar. Really? I don't drink them. Yeah, it's called you, a Caesar. You call a Bloody Mary a Caesar. But it's not the same. It's made with clamato juice instead of tomato juice. Uh, you can get those here like that, but that's... Ugh. Of course, I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan, though, either. Yeah, I don't like either one of them. No. But I was thinking uh, Jeff could do his Irish car bomb similarly to a Bloody Mary. Like, you know how they have, like, all that food coming out of it? Yeah. Like, the bacon, and they have, like, oh, hot wings on there. You just, could just have a skewer of squirrel. Stick a squirrel in his. There we go. Frickin' stick a squirrel on there and pound her back. Fuzzy yeah. tail sticking out the top of it and everything. <laughs> just, you know, that'd be good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, there you fun. go. All right, Jim. Oh, see, you said it. There's the fun count. <laughs> I like it. Oh, see, now I'm going to be all awkward. And every oh, time I say nothing ah, I like. I said it again. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Cause I never actually realized until I started podcasting a while ago that I have a really weird, crazy laugh. <laughs> it's true. I've when, never really heard it before. <laughs> when you get going, it's kind of cacklish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, isn't that fun? Awesome. It's awesome. So, <laughs> see, I'm mixing it up there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, wow. I'm not falling into the trap. You baited me there. You're like, yeah, isn't that fun? He's gonna say it. Isn't that? It's because I was like this. Isn't that fun? I know. You're just glaring into the camera, like, say it, say it. Oh, awesome. Oh, there we go. Well, Jen, always well, good to talk to you. It's been fun. <laughs> Cheers, Jen. <laughs> Cheers. Well, Jeff took advantage of that time with uh, Jen there to go ahead and order himself up a plate of buffalo wings another plate of buffalo wings and i'll point no, out you know i'll point small. out no i want to point out jeff had lunch this oh, is yeah. like snack the sequel on yeah. top of lunch it's 5:30 yeah so anyway but i'll tell you bud you're it's eat, up. you're eating so much 
it's kind of reminding me of that one time. Are we going to talk about that? I mean... I think it's time. I think it's time to share that story with the world. It is very gluttonous. So, Nick and I, one night, with our friend Wes, who was Nick's intern at the time... Yes. ...decided to break one of the deadly sins and be as gluttonous, gluttonous as, as possible. Hell. Yeah. So... I don't know how many of you folks are familiar with TGI Fridays. I would assume, you know, everybody's at least heard of it. Maybe maybe you don't have one in your area. Maybe you do. But but TGI Fridays, they um, were doing a promotion for a while, and it's come and gone. But at this time, they were doing a promotion. It was Endless Appetizers. Yes. All right. So for like, I don't know, like 12 or 13 bucks. You pretty much got all you could eat appetizers you went off in of ate like Big Panda. It was like a list of like five or six different things yeah. you could order. Okay. And so we decided, being, you know, men of size, us, us. that we were gonna go up and we were gonna do that for dinner. All right. So we go there with Wes and our waitress came over and she was very she delightful. Was delightful, yes. And Jeff asked her, just in conversation being Jeff, what the record is like what does the average person put down yeah and she reported three that most people order about three rounds and then they tap out yeah those are rookie numbers we got to work on those numbers jeff took that as a personal challenge i did and immediately committed us <laughs> to, to to 10 each each he's like ah oh, we can do better than that. we could do 10 yes now, my the you, waitress at this point took up the challenge. She did take up the challenge. And offered us free desserts if we could eat 10 apps. And so then at that point, it was really on. Game on. So we started, and you know, it's rounds of boneless wings, pot stickers. Um, Some flatbreads. Flatbreads. Yeah. What else was there? I don't, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember any of the others. But they were all, they were all good. Yeah. I mean, it's Fridays. They were good. Exactly. They were good. And so, you know, it's just plate after plate after plate. And then we kept the plates. We kept the plates. We started stacking them on the table. We have that picture we need to share. I will I will include the picture with this. So we had the plates, and I, it was probably around plate number six <laughs> that I started noticing that the other wait staff was, like, watching us. Mm-hmm. And it it became man versus food. It at that became point. a thing. Yeah. So like the other wait staff is watching us and pointing us out and to other customers. Well, that's the thing. People were coming into the restaurant and they like would look at our table as they're being seated at their table. They would look at our table, and the and I would overhear the waiter or the hostess say, "Oh yeah, they're 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 trying to eat as many appetizers as they can, and they're stacking <laughs> the plate." So we became like this circus sideshow in the back <laughs> that is, of Fridays. That is the greatest way to explain this and. So we're just going, and West tapped out at eight. Was it? I thought it was seven. Was it seven? Eight? Seven or eight? Yep. He tapped out around seven or eight. I can't remember. Um, but by rookie. that point, rookie. I mean, we were committed, so we had to just we see had to this finish. Through. We yeah. had to see this through, and so we, did. Um, we kept going. And I'll tell you, man, it <laughs> by about plate number seven, it got really difficult. It did. So. I ended, I made a rookie mistake. I ended my 10. I talked him into it, He folks. talked me into potato skins for the last one. <laughs> the heaviest. These things come out. They're heavy. Thing they're on the menu. greasy, covered in cheese and bacon and sour cream. And I took one bite and I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was hell. 
And so I did end up, you know, I, I powered through. Jeff ate one of my potato I skins. I did eat one of his potato skins. But what Jeff is also going to sit here and, didn't, you know, not tell you is he's going to claim he ate 10 plates. I did. But what he isn't going to tell you is how many of those plates were pot stickers and how many of those pot stickers he hollowed out and ate the in, the uh, the guts out of. Ate the meat. He ate the meat. Well, but I was left I was watching the noodle. Arms. That's bullshit. You left the noodle. That doesn't count. But I, I did eat a potato. Skin. That's like half the. And plate. I ate all the slaw that that's was like on there as a the garnish. Plate. It's like half the plate. You didn't eat the heaviest part, which was the noodle. I was trying to get to 10. It was crap. It was utter and complete crap. Oh, we were so sick. So anyway, so yeah, so. Oh, we, and then we got dessert. We did hit 10. And, and I got dessert and a beer. It was a whole thing. And they did bring us dessert. I did not eat the dessert. I did. Wes ate my dessert. Yeah, actually. he did actually, yeah. Um, you did eat the dessert and you did order yourself a beer, which is surprising <laughs> in a lot of different reasons, not the least of which is, you know, you're not much of a drinker. And no. then to top off 10 plates of food and dessert with a beer, with it was a, a little surprising. It was a chaser. So we got done at Friday's and Nick went green. to my office. And Nick I, was green, I just, I, I felt like absolute hell driving back to my <laughs> office. And when we got back to my office, it was the one and only time in my life I've ever thrown up from overeating. I mean, I lost it, man. I just lost every bit of it. And yeah. I felt good. I Ish. mean, I was still full Ish. as hell, but I, I did feel better. But, oh, my God, I've never eaten that much food <laughs> in my life. Then the best part. Oh, the fire whistle goes off. So, yeah, we're, we're, journalists. we're at my newspaper office and the fire whistle goes off. So now at this point, Jeff and I, after consuming 10 plates of food, <laughs> go trudging up a hill. Oh, oh, it's the only hill in O'Fallon, Illinois. Yeah. And this house was we're on fire on top of it. trudging up the hill, walking up from the road with the camera to go up and take pictures of these firemen fighting this house fire. And then we see it. There's probably this 60-year-old fireman. <laughs> In full fire gear. His turnout gear. Come sprinting up the hill holding like two two oxygen He had an air tank in each hand. He had an air tank in each hand. And he's just coming right up. And Jeff goes, you need help with that? And the guy's like, no, I got it. And I'm thinking, good, because we're barely getting up the hill on our own. Hell, I probably would have ended up using the air tank for myself (laughs) by the time I uh, got up to the top of the hill there. But, oh, yeah, no, we were outpaced and outdistanced by... uh, 60-year-old fireman in full fire gear. Yeah, it was really a sad moment in our lives. Yeah. It was a low point. It should have been a life-changing moment. And yet here we are. Well, we never went back and did that again. Mm. Dude, it broke me. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't eat right for... No, it it broke me. Like, you know, you'd go to Hooters for the Wingsday Wednesday plates, and like one was enough yeah. at that point. I mean, it it <laughs> broke me of eating for quite some time. Guys, it was disgusting. It was the I, and the food was really good. I'm not saying that. But yeah, when we got to like 7 and 8, it was the most gluttonous display <laughs> that you and I have ever it's done. It's why the rest of the world hates us. It really is. It really I mean, is. you know, you've got starving children all over and yet there we are. I'm pouring out wontons. Just trying to eat 10 plates of food. <laughs> Eating Nick's leftover potato skin. That potato skin was just horrible, though. That was the worst possible thing. <laughs> it really was. That we could have selected to um, to eat. And yeah, it weighed you, like a brick. You talked me into that, and that was just that was the worst idea and ever. And when you ordered, I'm like, 
why are you doing this? And I know, I know, I talked you into it. It was kind of like the desk pop on uh, the other guys when they talk him into shooting his gun off in the office. Yeah, they were so convincing in their argument. <laughs> it's exactly it. I mean, you just you had me convinced of doing it, and it was yeah. it was just such a horrible idea. Oh, those are those are good memories, though. I had that receipt for the longest time in my office. I don't know where it is now. Yeah, we had it on the wall. <laughs> I mean, that receipt was a solid two feet long because they, they notate every order yeah. on that receipt. And then they show you what the grand total would have been. Wasn't and it then, like $220 oh, or dude, something Oh, dude, it was stupid? an insane yeah. amount of money. And we saved a I mean, <laughs> we saved, saved yeah. quote, unquote. We, we ate to save money. Um, uh, yeah, we ate was, to be stupid. It was and it worked. bizarre. So It's not the only time we've done that, but it was probably the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was definitely the worst. By far the worst. So what are you getting on the stick there? You know what? I'm enjoying it. You are it's burning through your significantly faster than I am. I've already debanded, man. I'm down to the last third. It's. Uh, I will say I'm getting more enjoyment off of the occasional retro hail from it. I'm getting more flavor notes still than just off of the cigar itself. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to admit, the cigar itself does kind of underwhelm. There's just, it's just not a lot going on with the with the cigar itself. <laughs> Ugh. I just did another retro hail, <laughs> and that burned. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. 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 You did it too. Yeah. Yeah. The cigar itself just kind of—it's just kind of there. You have to retro hail with this one to get a little something off of it. Yeah. There's a lot more flavor notes on the retro. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad cigar. It's just not—it's just not really blowing my skirt up. Yeah. To borrow Nobody that, wants that because you're wearing a thong. Borrow that phrase. I'm not wearing a thong. It's too cold out for a thong. <laughs> I'm still commando. Oh, I'm making it gross. through winter. Just just disgusting. <laughs> I never want to think about that. I'm going commando. Uh, anyway. That was one of my favorite Friends episodes. What? Do you, on Friends. That's where that's where I got that. Going I didn't commando. watch Friends. So you never watch Friends? I mean, I watch periodically. Joey and Chandler got in a fight because I guess uh, Chandler. Are we really going to recap an episode of Friends? Why not? Chandler was wearing some of Joey's clothes, so Joey went over and put on everything Chandler owned and started doing squat thrusts and then pointed out he was going commando. Wow. Yeah, it was it was the greatest thing ever. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, you never watched Friends? I mean, periodically, like, every, you know, Monica, an episode or here, but, like, it's not like I was, like, you know, every night. You Phoebe know, never did anything for me, but Monica and Rachel. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, come on. Monica was the girl in the uh, I'm aware of who, Springsteen video. Yes, I know. I can't even and think of her name right movies. now. Uh, Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox. Yes, I know who she, she is. She did a show um, later that was really, really good, set down in Florida. Do you remember the name of that? No. I got to look that up. God. Hold on, folks. Yeah, if you've never seen the show, you should watch. find it in reruns on Netflix or this Amazon is one or of, whatever. What our, one of our normal conversations is like. It's just Jeff just throwing out some stupid, stupid something to talk about. And just, yeah. That's what I do. Courtney Cox TV show. Let's see what comes up. Are you really that interested? Cougar Town. Oh. It was great. Okay. Yeah. Cougar Town was a really, it was a fun show. All right. Uh-huh. It was just Courtney Cox drinking wine the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Now, who was she married to? She was married to David Arquette, right? That's right. And they yeah. were both in Scream together. They were. Yep. Yeah. And they're not married anymore. No, they're not. No, that no. happens. A lot in Hollywood. Yeah. So Hollywood marriages are kind of in dog years. Yeah. If you think about it in those terms, yeah, there's a lot of I truth to that. There is so. a lot of truth to that. So, 
So this stick comes from MyMonthlyCigars.com. <laughs> this is from the February My Monthly Cigars You like that box. segue? Yeah, it was smooth. <coughs> That's um, what I do. The, uh, My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service, and you can have a box of cigars sent to you every month to your door. And all you got to do is go over to MyMonthlyCigars.com and sign up. Have someone 21 answer. Yeah, I know, right? Um, we, uh, we get the Rebuso box. That's four cigars for $30. The Nick and Gator Care Package. Indeed. However, they do offer the uh, El Presidente box. where It's you a get, double down. It is. It's, it's eight cigars for $50. Now, the eight cigars are just two of everything that's in the Rebuso box. So it's a good one for you to share if, let's say, you're with you know your dad or a buddy or something like that, or if Jeff gets it. Hoard it. Yeah, he just hoards them all. Yep. So um, you can sign up for that over at My Monthly Cigars, and when you do, use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, and you can uh, get either free shipping on that box or you can get... 20% off any of the items in the store because they do have an online store yep. where they sell a variety of items, including the cigars from within the box. So if, let's say, you go to one of your brick-and-mortar stores and request it, and perhaps they do not have that cigar you can or can't get it, you can just go ahead on over to My Monthly Cigars and pick it up. Now, the last one we did was the Exodus uh, 1959. It was the 50-year cigar from Carlos Toronto, Toronto, I Toronto, believe. Yeah. Toronto, I think. And that that stick was great. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing nothing against the stick. It's not like I wouldn't smoke it again. But like you said, it's it's. it's I, I'm getting a little more pepper on the back third because that's where I'm at now. You're, I would say I'm about halfway. Yeah. Jeff's like really down to his final. Yeah, I've burned third. through he, this thing. He burned through it pretty significantly. So Jeff's like chain smoking over there. But yeah, but like I said, we've also got next week. We're going to be doing the uh, Ramon. How do you pronounce that? I knew you were going to ask me because, yeah. you know, whatever. It's the Ramon Buezo Exclusivo. Yep. That's the one we're doing next week, and then we'll follow up with the Ave Maria Divina. Yeah, so that that's a good-looking stick. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. So, but those we are the to save it to the end. Upcoming it's the Friday. Well, those are the upcoming Friday shows because, you know, we do smoke the four cigars out of the My Monthly Box on our Friday shows. Exactly. Now, we have a treat for you folks if this works out for our Tuesday show. Yes. We have a guest. We're, we're pulling that together. Hopefully this weekend we'll get that all pulled together and we'll have a, an interesting show on Tuesday. Corey. Yes. We'll Corey have Frisbee. The infamous Corey Frisbee um, from my Vegas trip and various other mentions. Yes. Um, he just spent a quite a bit of time down in Honduras at Oscar Valadares uh, Tobacco Farm and Factory. And he was working with the rollers and the guys that are, you know, prepping and curing the tobacco and everything like that. He got immersed so in this. He d- Well, he told them, I want to work. Yep. And, you know, they're used to the, you know, American coming down and, like, looking at them for a minute and then moving on to the next site. But he got in there and he put in full day's work. I mean, oh, yeah. somebody came to get him at one point and he's just like, man, I still got a couple more hours left to this day. And so he put in a solid couple days full work you know yep. working hand in hand with the guys you know so doing, I, doing stuff he so. even called me from honduras and was talking to me about it yeah and he's like do you think nick would want to put this on the show i'm like absolutely yeah, absolutely so we're we're trying to figure out schedules this weekend so we can get him on the show he's so. in town so yep. this will work out great indeed other little bits of housekeeping yes we uh, are we do our um, weekly giveaways. Yes, and we are still waiting to hear from this uh, 
most recent giveaway winner, Calvin Bush. So, Calvin, you need to get in touch with us. Step up, brother. You, you want something. You have until end of day Monday to um, send me an email. So Nick. if anybody out there knows Calvin, you need to clue him in on this because he may be like me and he may be a couple of days behind on the podcast. I was say, this is the whole, there, there's two things to this. is you got to listen to the show to see that you won. So, um, And then the other thing is you got to be signed up for our email newsletter to be, be entered. entered into the drawing. So make sure you go on over to CigarPulpit.com. All you got to do, sign up for that free newsletter. I'm only going to do one a month. The one for February is going to come out end of the month, and it'll or March, eh, very beginning of March Ish. probably. Yeah. But it'll it'll come out and recap TPE and recap our trips to you know Chicago and Indy, which I'll get to in a minute, and we'll kind of just kind of touch on what happened over the course of the month. So exactly. Make sure you sign up for that newsletter because then that gets you entered in for the. And where do they sign up for it? I. I, I, I've said that. Oh, I should Cigar, listen. Cigarpulpit.com. Yes, yeah, so I should yeah, listen more. You, you should. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, go on over to Cigarpulpit.com. You can also go to our Facebook page and click the link on that and go to it as you well. You can. There is a link to sign up on our Facebook page. Which, again, Calvin Bush, all you got to do. Step up, brother. Send me an email. It's just nick at cigarpulpit.com. If any of the listeners are friends with Calvin, clue him in. All I need is your shipping address, and then I can get this beautiful lighter and cutter. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So next, uh, winners are always drawn on Tuesdays. Now, speaking of Tuesdays, we do our Ask the Boys segment. We do our Ask the Boys segment on Tuesdays. And we need your questions. Well, yeah, because it's kind of boring if we're doing an Ask the Boys segment and nobody's asked the boys anything. Yeah, because we ask each other dumb shit all the time. We want you to ask us dumb shit. And, again, it can be about cigars. It can be about life. It can be about really generally anything. So make sure you send us your questions. You can either go on over to CigarPulpit.com and use the Contact the Pulpit page, or you can just uh, head on over to Instagram and slide some questions into either my direct message inbox or Jeff's inbox over at his Instagram page, Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Yes. Which I guess this is a good time to go ahead and bring up the socials. We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit and Naked Gator, and I just spelled it, so I'm not going to spell it again. There you go. Facebook, Instagram, we are on YouTube, and again, you can always contact us through CigarPulpit.com. Exactly. And I want to say, we came in tonight to Top Shooters, and one of our favorite waitresses here, Alexis, was uh, up, you know, getting ready to clock in. She looked over and says, hey, Gator. Yeah, it was. Made my day. It was a thing. Made my day. <sighs> it just infuriates Nick when people call me Gator. And I touched on our trips. <coughs> so we do have some upcoming uh, stops on the uh, 2020 Nick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival. <laughs> It's such a stupid name. We'll be, we'll be going to <laughs> Chicago on February 21st yes. and 22nd. That's a Friday and Saturday. We're still looking for I suggestions. I would say arrival time in Chicago is kind of up in the air because somebody has to shoot wrestling pictures wrestling. that day. Wrestling. Jeff. And so... Um, it's the state tournament. We'll have to do that. But then, yeah, but then Saturday we'll find some uh, some cigar lounges to go and smoke at and have some fun. So... We'll take care of that. And then on February 28th and 29th, we will be attempting the Indianapolis trip one more time. The Redux. Yeah, this is the the Redux. 
Um, so we'll we'll roll out to Indy on Friday. Um, we'll find a couple places to go then. And then Saturday, we are going to hit up a couple of different spots, ultimately culminating at Sticks at 6 o'clock for the Barrel Burners event. To hijack their event. Well, we're not hijacking. I'm a member. We're going to hijack, guys. Well, we're going to go in and just be social. Yes. It's kind of what we do. It's it'll our be thing. fun. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's at a cigar lounge. How could it be bad? Mm-hmm. I've never had a bad time at a cigar lounge. No. I've had more fun times at, like, varying levels of fun yeah. at cigar lounges. But, but it's still, it's it's like fishing. You know, a bad day of fishing is still better than a good day of working. It's true. It is true. Mm-hmm. A lot of truth. So, please, so give if you're us from your Chicago, questions. If you're from Chicago, yep. or if you're from Indianapolis, be, you know, watching, and we'll be announcing, you know, kind of... We'll put it up where on we're the at socials. and everything like that. And then as for yeah, and then as for the Ask the Boys, make sure you get us your questions yep. there and sign up for that newsletter so that you can get entered into our weekly giveaways. Yay! Yay! So final thoughts on the stick? You're how are you only halfway? Oh, I'm at I'm at the nub. I've been like I'm smoking like a normal person. I've been going at this thing hard. I was gonna say you're like smoking like you you know. It's my job. Yeah. It's nuts. On the cast, I guess it kind of is. Eh, I mean, yeah. I'd prefer to not think of this as a job. No. But anyway. But we put our backs into it. We're eh. giving the listeners all we can give them. Eh. Ish. We're giving them what we got. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's all right. I don't want to say that it's, it's bad. Um, it's more peppery at the end. It's all right. It's just kind of, it's just kind of there. Yeah. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I don't really have anything spectacular to say about it. On the retro hail, you do get a little bit more flavor. You do get the florals, the, uh, the florals and, yep. and that kind of stuff. But by and large, the stick itself is just—it's just, just kind of there. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I would concur with that assessment. Yeah. It's—it's it's not to you know not really to dog on it, but it's not. It's you know the one we had last week was incredible. Um, all the cigars in that January box were great. Yeah. Yeah. This one's just kind of there. Yeah. But, but that's why we try them. Well, and that's exactly it. You know, I mean, this is, uh, what What was the MSRP on this box? It was something in the neighborhood of like. Um, 42, 43. On, What's 24? 24 and 18 is 42. Yeah. So it's, it's a $42 MSRP value because they do have the MSRP guarantee on their boxes where, you know, the value of the cigars is guaranteed to add up and meet or exceed the price of the box. So yep. it's a $30 box. The cigars in there are valued at $42. And so it's one of those things where, you know, even with me not really digging this cigar, I mean that's eight fifty. So we're still to the forty two minus eight fifty. I mean that's that's what? Um, thirty eight. Thirty no, thirty six. Thirty five fifty. <laughs> you know, I mean thirty five you're still money ahead by by but not again. but not but and the thing is I don't hate this cigar. No. You know? I just am not digging this cigar, yeah. you know? So and, it's you just, know, that's the thing. Everybody's palates are different. There may be people Indeed. that are really enjoying it. And that's true. And I, and 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 that's the thing I do want to point out. And, and every once in a while, I feel like it's important to point out. Everybody's, you know, it's like Ryan pointed out in the last episode. Different smokes for different folks. Yep. You and I may not be blown away by this cigar, but somebody is. And God love them for it because... They found something they really enjoy. Absolutely, and so I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like it's a bad cigar because every cigar is, you know, an okay cigar. Yeah, it's just, is it good to you? 
You know, if, if you haven't listened to Tuesday's episode, be sure to go back and listen to it. Um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on Ryan being on the show. Mm-hmm. Everybody seemed to really enjoy his insights. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he really is. And we do, speaking of cigars that aren't necessarily people's cup of tea, coming up soon. Oh I don't know when. My. I don't know when. It's a matter of when I can slot it in. Yes. Because, you know, I'm trying to plan out some episodes in advance. You know, some of that is involving getting some guests and things of that nature. So it's a matter of when we're going to go ahead and do this. But. You found them, didn't you? I have procured two Gurkha ghosts. And I said on the show that while I typically will kind of like make jokes and shit on Gurkha. As well, a, yeah. as a, when have we done that? Eh, like, a couple times. Yeah, we've done that a lot. Um, you know, by and large, I'm not a F- Gurkha fan. But the Gurkha Ghost did win some awards, you know, last year. Well, I look forward and to trying so it. And so I figure, you know what? If I'm going to go ahead and give an honest assessment of a Gurkha cigar, I at least want to try one that's, you know, getting some accolades. Nick, Nick so doesn't like Gurkha to the point he bought a box of the Gurkha Royal Challenge and then gave them to me after smoking, like, two like of them. two. Yeah. And it's not that and I... And I smoked them. And the thing is, when the cigar was good... It wasn't bad, but there was so much inconsistency in yeah. that box that it was just really hard to enjoy it. And, and that I've heard that is an issue with the Gurkha, that they can just be all over the board. Well, I don't think quality control is their top priority. Yeah. But be that as it may. We're going to give it. I have procured our honest, some our Gurkha ghosts. I promise that I will put aside all preconceived notions I will give it an honest assessment. Going into it with an open and mind. And you know what? Maybe a broken clock is right twice a day. And I can <laughs> say, you know what? I'm not the biggest fan of Gurkha, but the ghost is enjoyable. So Fair enough. We'll see. That'll be coming up uh, probably within the next couple, three weeks. Yeah, a handful of weeks. Sometime yep. soon. So Something to look forward to. Yeah. You know. So. There you go. Is our, when's our buddy going to smoke his backwoods? So, okay. You bring up a good point. Okay. So we do want to express our... Thoughts and well wishes to Bryant over at Cigar Talk. Bryant did have knee replacement surgery. He is out for probably about four to six weeks is kind of the general time frame that Rob has indicated. Um, He's doing his PT, and he definitely needs to kick ass, take names, and go at that hard so that, you know, he can get back to fighting shape. Um, And smoke the backwoods. Well, you don't want to, like, half-ass your physical therapy. Oh, heavens no. It's just, you know, it's a whole thing. So we want to we want to express our well wishes to Brian as he works on getting back into shape and yeah maybe wa- if maybe if he hadn't picked San Francisco in the Super Bowl he wouldn't have to have kicked himself so much that he had to get his That's knee true. replaced. That's true. He had to kick his own ass. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> but anyway, we do want him back into shape because he has indicated that he will smoke that backwoods when he's back into shape. There so, you go. Um, the sooner he gets that knee going is the sooner Bryant can go ahead and suck See, it up I, and smoke that I still backwards. don't know how the knee's involved in smoking a cigar. It's a valid point. <laughs> but I'm going to assume that there has to be some reason. Yes. Um, I'm going to assume that maybe he's finding it difficult to um, do the PT and then also have the... But see, you don't inhale cigars like you do cigarettes, so lung capacity shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't. So, yeah. Yeah, Just throwing that out there. I mean, you know... I mean, I love you, Bryant and all, but for the love of God, Don't be a wuss. But (laughs) anyway, no, seriously, though, um, 
Yeah, we, get, we get, wish get, you nothing get but better, the best. Get better, Brian, and we'll, the Backwoods will be waiting for you when you get back. Yes, it so. will. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Jeff is now done with his cigar. I've got a little over or a little under half left to go. Yeah, I don't know and, how that uh, went down that way. I don't either. I mean, I'm talking, but I'm I just, am too. And I but my cigar, I will say, the cigar is staying lit. Construction has been really good. I mean, it's got a decent burn line. Um, yeah, I've had no. You know, had I have no I issues. have no issues whatsoever with the construction or anything like that. I just, by and large, the the flavor profile on it is a little, little weak for my taste, and you know, just kind of something like that. But. But again, on the retro hail, the retro hail does have some spice. It does have that floral note and everything like that. So, you know, kind of a mixed bag from the Ortega Cubano. There you go. So, well, it's been an effort. It has. So, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. And you should stay smoky.